What's up, guys? You're listening to an episode of another episode of uh, New Generation of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. I am your host, Kendall Stewart, joined by my co-host here today, Shamari Stewart. Uh, I know it sounds a little different for a lot of people, um, Shamari. Uh, you know, you're used to hearing EJ Stewart. Uh, EJ Stewart is on vacation this week, so we had to pick up the slack. You know, we're doing this unpaid, by the way. You know, we're this is not we're not getting a, a bonus. For, for doing this without EJ, new generation so, internship program. We'll have to talk to somebody <laughs> about that. But we're we're glad to be here. Another uh, good week uh, in the uh, the superhero comic book movie, comic book television industry. Uh, a lot of, I mean, obviously we had a movie, X Men Dark Phoenix. A lot of people might be listening to this uh, as it's essentially our Dark Phoenix review. We'll get to that uh, probably about thirty or so, forty or so minutes into the show. Uh, it will be a spoiler review. will be a spoiler review. I mean, if you care about getting spoiled for Dark Phoenix, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people that didn't see the movie might still listen to the review. The spoilers and everything, I don't think people get They spoil it in the trailer, so uh, <laughs> we'll have that. But um, before we get to that, we, we also have a lot of news, uh, a lot of DC news, some stuff that we talked about last week, I believe, that will uh, kind of carry into this show, kind of an update on some of the stuff we may have speculated last week. And then also some new movies, you know, getting announced officially. And we also had uh, a show get canceled, which is always sad. Yes. So we'll, we'll talk about that as well. Um, so, But before we get to that, we're going to start off, Shamari, um, with some news coming out of D.C. Uh, we have a new movie. Just got announced. Just got, uh, I, I mean, official is hard to say because, you know, it was never really... Uh, they don't. They still don't have a slate, so they haven't right. officially announced really a lot of movies. But um, DC just confirmed that we're getting a, a Black Adam movie, Warner Brothers. Um, the Rock, you know, went to social media and uh, was, you know, he confirmed it. You know, they just uh, hired a director or just tabbed a director, uh, Jamie Colette Sarah, who's also the director of uh, the new Disney movie Jungle Cruise, which is coming out, uh, I believe, next year. That's also starring The Rock, uh, as well as, I believe, Emily Blunt. So, we don't know much about Jungle Cruise. I don't think there's been a trailer yet. But, uh, we have this guy being tapped as a director for this new uh, Black Adam movie, which is going to star The Rock, obviously, as Black Adam. Uh, Shamari, what are your takeaways? You're obviously a big, you know, Dwayne Johnson fan. Yes. Um, you know, so, what do you... Rocky. Rocky, <laughs> yeah, Rocky Johnson Jr. <laughs> How do you feel about... Uh, how do you feel about a Black Adam movie now being, uh, seems like really pushed in development? I'm I'm happy with this. I am uh, a fan of The Rock. I enjoy, you know, it, really anything that I see The Rock in, <laughs> it seems. So, like, I, I'm definitely in favor of this. This director, um, I, you know, of course, none of us have seen Jungle Cruise, but he seems to have a relationship, a working relationship with The Rock that I am assuming is is a positive. So that's a good thing. Um, and he also directed uh, The Commuter. Yeah, he directed The Commuter and he directed Nonstop as well, which yes. both of those I saw, the Liam Neeson thrillers. And I love those movies anyway. So uh, The Commuter less so, but not, I thought Nonstop was very, very good. Um, and... Uh, uh, but yeah, he's definitely good at get, uh, ramping up suspense and intensity um, slowly in those kinds of movies. 
So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I am very excited. You know, I'm in favor of The Rock playing Black Adam. I think it's going to be a uh, tough role for him. He's a very serious character. You know, it's not like Shazam where, you, where he's a jokey character. Right. You know, and The Rock, he likes to play these more fun characters. This is, I, this is not a fun character to play. So you're trying to say that Shazam won't be just The Rock playing uh, The Rock. Yeah, you can't. You can't play Black the Adam. You know, won't just be the Rock. Yeah, you can't just be the Rock in a Black Adam suit. You know, like he needs. He needs to yeah. play Black Adam. It's. I don't know. I mean, first of all, am I excited about this? Only to an extent. You know, it doesn't mean it's going to be bad. Um, from Warner Brothers' perspective, I understand why they're doing this, because, you know, the Rock, is 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 a money maker. You know, any movie that has a rock in it at this point that, like, has any type of, like, large budget thinks it could be a billion-dollar movie. Thinks it could be a hundred million dollars. It's going to make a hundred million dollars, you would think. So, like, if you're doing a movie, like, if you're doing a superhero movie, with the money that they've made out of their superhero movies at Warner Brothers, which has been a lot, we talked about Shazam, which has been a massive success, being considered a failure over at Warner Brothers because... They didn't hit five hundred million, you know, which isn't like terrible, but you know they've set a high standard for themselves. Well, what better way to capitalize or improve off of Shazam than if you do a follow-up movie or a sequel, which is kind of what they're considering this um, early on, than having doing it with The Rock? I mean, could this be a prequel, a Shazam sort of prequel, where we tell the story of what happened with the original Shazam? Um, and maybe that guy was The Rock, and could you tell that story and, like, The Rock be, like, half good, half bad, like, anti-hero type, and maybe he turns at the end, or maybe he just goes away, but he's not necessarily evil, but he, he, whatever reason, is, is not Shazam anymore, Mm -hmm. and, you know, eventually you lead to some sort of butting of heads between him and Shazam, uh, in a third movie. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I necessarily want to see that. Um, I just don't know. We haven't seen The Rock play like a villain at, at this at this magnitude yet. Right. Um, where it's like, yeah, like he there like he's got to be full villain. Like he's not The Rock. Like The Rock can be a heel. Like in wrestling, like he can be he doesn't have to be a good guy necessarily. But you know, even even the even like The Rock even in wrestling is a lovable heel. Like people still like him, even if he's not even if he's not trying to get liked. Right. Like Black Adam, there shouldn't be any like, oh yeah, I like this guy. He's a funny guy. Like, <laughs> right. you know, like exactly. Black Adam's a supervillain. So can The Rock play a supervillain that like, and you can still get people to go see the movie. So I, that's going to be the challenge. Um, super supervillain movies aren't that popular in general. We'll see what happens with the Joker uh, later this year. But I don't know. It, it's it's awkward. Um, I see why they're doing it. I know why they're prioritizing it. It's just strange that, like, like I mean, there are a lot of movies that Warner Brothers has to do, and to prioritize Black Adam, it just seems like they they looked at it and they were like, "Man, this is a money maker, so we're not going to turn it down." And I think they just there was a lot of talk the last couple of weeks about Kevin Feige uh, meeting with The Rock. Um, there was a report this week that uh, The Rock could be 
having a Vin Diesel-like role with Marvel. Uh, some people speculating he could be the, be playing the thing in a Fantastic Four movie. I don't know if that's true or not. Some people claim they have sources. I think that's I don't. I, it's way too. It, it's, I mean, it's way too early to be saying the Rock's playing thing. Yeah. Or people even the claim that have sources that saying the Rock is playing thing. I, I don't buy it. But buy that that, that's out there. <laughs> you know, he did say that he had lunch with Kevin Feige. So could this be pressure from Warner Brothers, or could there be pressure from Warner Brothers to say we can't lose the Rock superhero debut? to Marvel because that could be problematic you know for them and, and you know this would be one way to, to beat Marvel essentially is to get The Rock in superhero movies before them mm. um, but overall like I mean I, I I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm skeptical you know I, I'm not thumbs down because it's The Rock you right. know so like I'm not going to be completely thumbs down if it was anyone else Almost anyone else, and they told me they were playing. They were playing, playing Black Adam. They were doing a Black Adam movie. I'd probably be thumbs down, but because it's The Rock, it, it might not be a bad movie. Even if I don't like it being necessarily DC's next movie or one of DC's next movies, it's The Rock, so I'll live. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it all depends on how it's handled. You know, it all depends on how DC handles it. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't have the most faith in Shazam. And and that surprised me, <laughs> you know, like Zach Levi was cast as Shazam. I'm like, oh, oh boy, I don't know about that. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I, yeah up, I was very against it. Yeah, but it, it, it ended up surprising me. So, uh, you know, The Rock is playing Black Adam. The only time I can remember him playing a villain was in Fast Five, right? Uh, Fa- fifth Fast and Furious movie. He he was. I mean, he, you know, had his role in that movie, but he was basically a villain the whole movie. Right. Basically the whole movie. He was playing the guy that was hunting them down, and he was not the person you were rooting for. Right. And I thought you did a good job in that role. So, I mean, you know, uh, we'll see. We'll see how he does in this movie. Well, transitioning from uh, Black Adam, one DC property, uh, more DC news came out this week. Uh, last week we talked about um, you know Robert Pattinson and uh, you know what his casting meant for what DC may be doing going forward, what they how they may be planning to market and roll out Robert Pattinson and EJ, our good buddy EJ uh, from New Generation Media, uh, talked uh, talked to us and said he thought that uh, Robert Pattinson would actually debut as Batman at San Diego Comic Con this summer. And that they would bring him out mm-hmm. as, like, you know, the big, you know, breaking news. Like, you know, and we, it led us to a discussion of could Marvel even beat uh, DC? I thought I thought they could. You guys didn't really think. You know, you guys were like, no, DC's going to win Comic-Con. Um, unfortunately, for us and for a lot of comic book fans, DC will not be a Comic-Con. No, that sounds exaggerated. DC will be at Comic Con. It's San Diego <laughs> Comic Con. They'll be there. But Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers pictures. Yeah, Warner Brothers uh, and the DCEU. Yeah. Uh, instead of having a studio wide panel uh, at Hall H of San Diego Comic Con, uh, decided to just hold a panel presentation for it, Chapter Two. So uh, there will be no Wonder Woman eighty four. There will be no Joker. There will be no Birds of Prey. Uh, you know, no other Warner Brothers properties doing anything at San Diego Comic Con. Um, a little bit of a surprise, 
little bit of a surprise. It's, I mean, I can't remember the last time there was no DC Warner Brothers movie presence at Comic-Con in San Diego. Um, what do you make of this? There's word now coming out this week uh, or coming out uh, within the last couple of days that uh, from I believe from the chairman of Warner Brothers Studios that they're going to be releasing their slate next year at Comic-Con. They're going to be announcing his, I mean, that's the, he hinted to where the slate being announced next year in 2020, San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, what do you make of all of this uh, coming out from Warner Brothers Not and their decision to not be a Comic-Con? Is it a good thing or, or is it a good move or a bad move? Um, look, I mean, it, it's tough for me to, to be too critical. They're still, they're still fresh in this whole new uh, DC, world's DC, you know, Hamada leading the ship. Trying to write the ship, they're still they're still fresh in that, so they they may not know what they're doing, <laughs> you know, or not have such a clear picture of what they're doing in the right. way that they had it before when they were at Hall H presenting all this stuff. Right. So they may be like, "Listen, we don't want to present stuff," and then you know, a couple months down the line, we're like, "Yeah, no, we're not going to do that." So they may still be trying to figure that out. Um. And, you know, Hamada's the heading the ship now. He may not be as big of a Comic-Con guy or may not know about the whole con culture. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just I'm just making guesses. I got I, I want to watch. I want to sit down one day and just watch Walter Hamada interview. Because like, I've never seen him before. Yeah, I've never seen him. I know I, I know he worked. He worked on a lot of the popular horror movies, um, uh, but uh, which is good. I think he's done a good job so far with the DC, with world with the remnants of the DCEU or what is now Worlds of DC, but um, but yeah, so I don't know what his take on all of this is and what their approach to this is. I don't know. Was it even his decision? Was it Warner Brothers? I don't know. We don't know. But um, uh, but yeah, they may not they may not be ready. So I think if they're not ready, I don't want them to just show us stuff and then have to take it back in a month. So I th- I think, uh, I think <laughs> yeah I mean, I'll be like you know like I think they should <laughs> I think they should be ready know what they're doing you know in terms of them not showing trailers and stuff for like Joker or Wonder Woman um you know I think Patty pr- Jenkins came out confirmed that they weren't going to be at Hall H and said yeah see us in December essentially that's when we'll start our uh, campaign their ad- advertising campaign yeah, yeah promotional campaign yeah so I don't know. Um, I don't know what that is. What's I don't know what's in December. I mean, it may be I November. Any, I don't, I don't think anything. Yeah, like, I don't. It's not like the Super Bowl is in December. You know? I I I don't. When does this movie come out? Uh, like next summer, I think. Next summer. I mean, I would expect like a, a maybe a Super Bowl trailer at some point, or hmm. you know, something along those lines in terms of timing. Um, I mean, this is uh for Warner Brothers. Um. I mean, it's good for it, I guess. You know, it gets <laughs> gets front and center, no distractions. Um, I don't know what this means for Comic-Con, because something's going to come out of Comic-Con. It does every year. I mean, I don't think this... I mean, hopefully this isn't, like, the death of San Diego Comic-Con. <laughs> I mean, it's not, because it'll be there next year, but, like... I've been hearing a lot of people complaining about San Diego Comic-Con leaving. Right, that's not, you know, the hype is, yeah. is, is not living up to the hype. Not anymore. living up to the hype, it's ridiculous getting tickets. Similar same, similar to New York Comic Con. Right, yeah, we know what that's about. It's getting more and more ridiculous getting tickets. 
you know, the place. They got to need a bigger place because they can't fit everybody. One of these days, they should just hold it at, like, a football stadium or something. Like, or something, yeah, like, honestly. crazy. Like, you or, like, multiple, people, or, like, or, like, a place with, like, multiple different buildings. Right. I mean, New York tried that. And, I mean, it was fine, I guess. Yeah, whole, but, like, you know, not with, like, trans- not having to get on a bus. Right, go exactly. Someplace you know, else, that's you know? a little nice. Um, but, I, I mean, I just feel like, could they could they have gotten word that Marvel was going to do something? And you said it's not worth it. Like, no, I don't think I, You know. I mean, I, I mean, I, like I said, unless they weren't ready. And they were like, listen, just showing a trailer. Is, I don't think it's worth And They I, weren't scared of Marvel before, so I don't see why they'd be scared of them now. But, yeah. I mean, Endgame's uh, Endgame kind of set up a whole other world, man. Where Marvel is, you know, Marvel is is, is at another tier right now in the fandom. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm still just not buying that at all. I mean, I, you I know, definitely think because if we come out and Marvel announces their slate, for example, like if, Mar- if Marvel announced their slate and DC announced their slate, you know, who's getting who's getting more attraction, more buzz? You know, I think it would be Marvel. Right. And the DC want to deal with that? You know, or the DC say, I mean, just hold off till next year. I mean, a year is a long time to be like, we have a slate ready. But we're going to hold it off because Marvel's going to That seems weird. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think that's the case. But I just, it just seems strange that even then, to decide we're going to wait a year. Like, how does this guy know? Yeah, we're, I mean, I guess he may have early projections. Like, yeah, we probably want to do it this year. We probably want to do it, Sandy. Uh, you know, we'll probably have it ready by twenty twenty, a full locked on slate. We know that at this point, we know Black Adam's coming out. We know we're probably getting a Supergirl movie announced. We know um, Batman will, will be on that. The Batman. I guess those are the only movies. Suicide Squad two. I guess that hasn't been. That will that will that won't be out by then either. Um, so I mean, that, that's like three or four movies right there. That won't be out uh they haven't been announced i i just won't be surprised if we get a phase four marvel at this point i, I won't be surprised if we get a phase four marvel slate at san diego comic-con considering it would be after that would be after homecoming right or far from home yes that'll be after far from home when did bob Iger say we were getting one didn't he say we were getting one soon or like I honestly I don't know. <laughs> I, I could be I could be making that up. I thought Bob Iger might said something about you know they'll be announcing this late soon, but I could yeah, be I wrong. Think somebody said something like that. Yeah, um, I just, this just feels like not necessarily they're scared, but like just not show anything, not show anything. It's just, I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I mean, I just I don't know as much about Hamada. I don't know if he's into the con culture and like the whole like. I mean these horror movies. I mean the horror movies. Uh, they, they, I mean it is getting getting played. I mean it's not his stuff, but I mean, yeah. I mean the horror movies. They generally don't hype it. Hype it up. They don't need all this hype. Right. They don't do all that hype. Right. So maybe it's just not something and that it is like on a different level. Like yeah, it, it it is coming becoming like its own thing. Yeah. But like outside of it. You know they they don't they're not usually so I don't know I don't know if he, that's something that he even cares about, you know. So and I mean, it, we'll but see. do you would you gather that would you reckon that to be a mistake? As someone who may be an outsider come in and say I'm doing my own thing, I'm doing it tra- the traditional way, no fanfare, no buzz. I um, mean, 
I mean, they, I mean, they're gonna promote movie. their movies, <laughs> right? You, you know, know, with no trailers, <laughs> no posters. I mean, I think it's just the 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 uh, the thing of bringing them all together in one spot for right. fans. You know, I think it's just the debate of whether or not that's important, and I don't know, honestly. Speaking of posters, we got a new Wonder Woman eighty four poster tomorrow. What do you, what do you think of it, real quick? I think it looks very interesting. I'm, it's very eighties, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's really shiny, and very interesting. I'm wondering what it's it, just a bunch of story questions popped into my head as to why she has that that costume on and what happened. Um, but it looks very, it looks crazy. It looks uh amazing. Yeah. Um. I you know I. It's a little early for me to really even judge, you know, it's too vague. You know, that means it's a nice costume. What right. it means, I have no clue. You know, hopefully this isn't like her costume the whole movie. Because that's right. not Wonder Woman necessarily. I mean, it could still be Wonder Woman, but it's like, I mean, it's not like the traditional Wonder Woman look. Right. Uh, or even a variation of it. But, um, yeah, it's a psychedelic, pretty psychedelic poster though. Uh, you know. I think it's cool. I mean, it it runs more like not only fan art, but like concept art for mm-hmm. me more than it does like you know you're gonna put this like in a movie theater as the poster poster. But um, regardless, you know, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's a cool looking poster. Um, you know, I think it's gonna be in a lot of people's a lot of people's rooms come next summer. Yeah, yeah, it might be a little too uh, a little too psychedelic for uh, the new generation media. YouTube Studios, <laughs> but I don't know what discussions about that. Um, but moving on, we had uh, a, some interesting news uh, coming out of DC, uh, the DC Universe uh, streaming service. Um, been a lot of interesting things coming out of that. Uh, been mostly negative last couple of months, last couple of weeks because of uh, Warner Media. I believe had like. Or no, Time Warner, I think, bought... Who bought? AT&T, I think, bought Time Warner, something like that. And, like, so they, like, decided we're going to do our own streaming service, like, the Warner Media streaming service. So, like, that streaming service being developed, that led to kind of, like, a murky kind of, what does this mean for DC Universe? Now that Warner Brothers is trying to make their own streaming service, and, you know, they have a, they already have a streaming service for just DC stuff. Well, that stuff down just to be transferred to the Warner thing. Well, like, if you paid for DC Universe and they get rid of it and put it on that, do you still get that? Will it be the same price? Like, a lot of, a lot of you know, interesting stuff being talked about uh, in that land. Um, but kind of coming out of that conversation, uh, this week we got word that Swamp Thing, a show that we uh, reviewed last week, probably review next week, um, uh, its premiere. Uh, it premiered this last week. It got announced this week that it will be canceled for season two. It has been canceled and will not be continuing. They will air the rest of the series because that's what I was. I was like, canceled as in like done. <laughs> you know, throwing it in the towel, it burning it. <laughs> yeah, burning it. Like <laughs> there must have been some controversy there. Like, something must have <laughs> happened where they were like, we can't show. This. Um, <laughs> that's not the case. They will finish the series, but they are not continuing it for a season two. Um, a lot of talk as to why this happened. The, the the running theory right now 
or the running rumor is that there may have been some sort of tax snafu from the state of North Carolina. Uh, what that means, I mean, uh, apparently the state um, was was essentially essentially Warner Brothers in D.C. thought they were getting forty million dollars uh, in like tax money, and apparently that was an accounting error. Uh, they thought they were getting it from the state of North Carolina. They thought they were they were due to get that money. Apparently, the state was like, "Nope, we're withheld. We're withholding this because you know it was a mistake." And so DC realizing that they they weren't getting forty million dollars, and they probably boosted the budget of Swamp Thing an extra forty million because they thought they were getting it. We're like, "Well, I mean, we can't we can't uh, keep up this quality of 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 you know special effects." Uh, with a smaller budget, so instead of continuing it in a lesser manner, they decided to cut the bait early um, and cancel the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting, also, it's that bit of that part at the end is interesting because, like, you know, EJ talked last week just about you know just last week about how much he like loved just the the look of it and that it looked like a movie. Like the budget was extremely high, extremely high quality. So then to hear that, like, yeah, like we really did put a lot of money into it thinking we were going to get an extra bit of money from the state. And they said, no, that was a mistake. Then you see, and it's also apparently the reason why they canceled or they didn't cancel, but they shortened it from 13 to 10 episodes. Like it's supposed to be 13 episodes. Then like they got word during production that like this happened. They're like, Oh snap. And like, they're like, you know what? We're going to, you know, end it now. Like, you cut it down to ten. Find a way to cut it down to ten episodes. Like right. I'm worried for the rest of the season. If I mean, I'm assuming we're gonna keep reviewing it, but uh, <laughs> the whole another conversation will have to have. But regardless, I'm I'm worried that like by the end of the season, like it's gonna get kind of wonky. You know, hopefully the the CGI doesn't get wonky. Hopefully the the story doesn't feel like it's falling apart because like they're trying to squeeze in like five episodes into two. Yeah. <laughs> like so, that, I don't know. A lot of interesting things, but. How do you feel just in general about this, the, the, the cancellation of Swamp Thing after one episode? Yeah. Two episodes. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a shame. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to, you know, budget the CGI suddenly <laughs> at the end. Let's <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know Swamp Thing looks like some Xbox 360. He's like, like Yoda from like, the, the original <laughs> Star Wars movie. Looks like some, uh, something from... Uh, some kind of DLC yeah, right? in one of these fighting games. He's a small thing from Injustice. Oh, boy. But, um, uh, but yes, I mean, this is a shame. You know, it really is a shame. James Wan is confused about this whole thing. He came out. I don't know if it was on Twitter. He just said he doesn't understand what's going on. He's confused and saddened by this whole thing. Um, and wanted to give his his props to everybody that worked on the show. And it's urging everybody to watch it because it's fantastic. Um, so, um, so yeah, I don't know. It really is a shame. I mean, I watched the first um, episode and a half. Uh, I watched, like, a good portion of the second episode. Um, it's a good show. This is a good show. Uh, I, I, I'm very interested in, in seeing where the show goes from where it is. Heard some um, speculation. Mm-hmm. Nothing more than, like more like fan speculation but like could the cw and like reporters kind of speculate what could happen could the cw say we're gonna do swamp thing and constantine both mm. shows got canceled cw constantine already found a home on legends could they just decide 
you know, so they're all Berlanti, I guess, in theory, right? Mm-hmm. Could Berlanti just say, all right, Swamp Thing, you know, we're not, we can't Swamp do you with the same budget. I mean, Swamp Thing, I think Swamp Thing is definitely horror. Right. And it's like violent horror, right. you know, which I don't think CW. I mean, they do iZombie, which is also horror. Right. But it's like comedy horror. And. But if you um, pair him with Constantine. So you're saying like a a new show, like an Iron Fist, like we're talking like Heroes of High, Heroes for Hire type thing. Ah, I see. Where it's like a team up thing, Swamp Thing and Constantine. Oh, uh, Justice League Dark Light. <laughs> yeah, I was sense. gonna say so. It was like Justice League Dark. I mean, I don't know. That's I, been the speculation. Is that if we want to see Swamp Thing, maybe he goes to Legends. Maybe he, maybe they just make a show with the two of them, maybe they do an animated thing, I don't know. But I mean, at this point, I feel like Berlanti could just do whatever he wants. They're paying, yeah, him, so they're paying much, him half a billion they're dollars. They're paying him so much money. Like, not to make it all about money, but they're paying this guy so much money. Why, why didn't he just take the money out of, out of his contract <laughs> put it in the swamp thing? <laughs> he got plenty. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, I was, not fair. You know, it's like, you know, like, he can do whatever he wants. He has all these shows on DC you Universe. He really wants the swamp thing to live. He's like, all right, <laughs> take, write a $40 million yeah. check. <laughs> That's like 2% of my contract. Yeah, honestly, like, he's got, I mean... <laughs> Berlanti probably doesn't sleep, so I'll give him I'll give him. <laughs> he's writing so many shows. Getting calls in the middle of the night about how this show needs more money. <laughs> you know, but, but extra well, number four on Riverdale is calling him. I need a, I need a boost on my contract. He's like, what show is this? <laughs> <laughs> is this Booster Gold. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll definitely see what happens with Swamp Thing. I'm very saddened by this whole thing. I hope that it gets picked up by somebody. I'm not holding out too much hope because for some reason, these places are reporting that it is not going to be picked up. Which I'm like, how do you know that? But that's yeah. that's what they're reporting right. that it's not I going feel to be. Like there up. are a lot of shows that we've heard about where they said it's not getting picked up, and it gets picked up, and it gets picked up. So I like I don't know why they're saying this show will not be picked up. It's done forever, and it's like that. Like so, I mean, I think I think uh, I'm you know there's a sliver of hope, you know, with Swamp Thing. So hopefully somebody ends up picking it up. Uh, speaking of a show that uh, we didn't think was getting picked up, um. X-Men, you know, the movie coming out, or it came out this, this week, yeah. uh, Dark Phoenix, we'll talk about that very, very shortly, before we get to that, uh, there was a great X-Men cartoon, Shamari, that came out a while ago, it's called X-Men Evolution, the X- no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're a cheap plug, I love X-Men Evolution, but before X-Men Evolution, uh, yeah, and Wolverine X-Men, Wolverine another, X-Men. another good, solid one, uh, but before, you know, before that even, uh, we had a show, X-Men, the animated series. Uh, I'm too young to even know what channel it came on, but I just know I've seen a lot on, you know, Disney Channel. You know, that's when I grew up with re-ran on Disney Channel. So, uh, and obviously it's a Disney property now. Um, but the creators of uh, uh, X-Men, the animated series, in particular the artists, uh, one of the artists on the show, Larry Houston, uh, was talking to the Hollywood Reporter and Boris Kitt and told him essentially that they are working to bring the show back and that they plan on having conversations with Disney about bringing the show back. Um, he said, uh, the one thing we'd like to do more than anything else is to continue where we left off. Is what he told the Hollywood Reporter. Um, Shamar, is this viable? Can they bring it back? Do you want to see it back? And if they do, like, what do you what, what do you want them to do? Do you want them to reboot it, start from where they left off? Well, I don't even know where they left off, but you know that show went so in so many different places. Did everything. I, you know, I have no idea. 
you know, what they'd even do. I mean, I guess uh, uh, according to him, he, he, they had plans. Yeah. So, um, so I hope yeah, I hope so. You know, it'd be like, yeah, you know, we don't know what we're doing next. What if, yeah, what we'll if they came t- to them? Do it again. Do yeah. What if they came again. to them and say, yeah, we are we're picking you guys up for another season? I don't, I don't know what we're gonna do now. <laughs> <laughs> That's how these but, shows um, bad. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this is this is exciting news. I don't know what the show is gonna look like. It, it'd be cool because I, I mean, I feel like this show would have a, that Saturday morning cartoon type of feel, right? That it always had. Um, which is good. Uh, I feel like it would uh, more than likely not fall to the wayside like some of the other Marvel animated shows do nowadays. Um, And I feel like... uh, I'd just be interested in seeing how it looks because that X-Men show was... It was extremely 90s. Right. So they would have to modernize that joint, like completely modernize. Like, it. are we talking the setting? Are we talking the art or like the the dialogue? All of it. Setting, art, dialogue, all of it. <laughs> they can't they can't bring back that old nineties like all shucks, like gee right, whiz, right, right. all my stars and garters, stars and goddards, you know, all that. They gotta get rid of all that. Right. And they got, or, or I mean, they can keep some of it in like a jokey kind of right, way, right, but they right. can't have it be like see, that. Like Beast can't be saying that stuff seriously, <laughs> <laughs> right. and, have, and having us have to take it seriously because right, right, right. comics are different now. You know, they're not as they're not like that in the way that they were back at, in in that in those times. So, um, so yeah, I mean, so they have to modernize really everything. So, if you're Disney, do you do you propose a reboot or do you propose a re or do you propose a sequel? I mean, if they do. I mean, they could do a sequel, but they'd have to. They'd have to modernize the the character design. Well, maybe not the character designs, but like the art. At least it would have to be. It would just have to look better. I mean, just because it's twenty nineteen. Right. <laughs> it's gonna be hard to remind people like what happened. Yeah, they. Yeah, that would be hard. Be, it's gonna be hard. That's but be hard. they're doing something similar with Clone Wars. You know, Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Not nearly. It's not thirty yeah, years yeah, or whatever. Say. Twenty years. <laughs> but like. You know, there, there's going to be a lot of people that don't... I mean, the, the people that have watched Clone Wars remember what happened. You know, it wasn't that long ago. Um, but, like, there's going to be a lot of people that maybe want to watch Clone Wars that won't know what happened. Um, or haven't seen it. I still haven't seen the end of Clone Wars. Um, so, one, I think this is a play for Disney+. Plus. I think that um, if they want to attract people, more people to Disney+, Plus, it's like, why not? We have this in our portfolio. People would lose their minds. I think it makes sense for Disney. I think I wouldn't make it wouldn't surprise me if this happened. But I would do it as a reboot. I would reboot the whole thing. Um, you can you can tell some of the stories. It may not the exact same, but like I would you know update the animation. You could bring some of the cast back. We do whatever that do you do whatever you want with that. Um, but um, just tell like you said in a more modern setting. More modern, you know, character designs, more modern. Right. You can change some of the X-Men if you want. Bring back a lot of the same ones. Bring back, like, the main ones. Like, you know, Jubilee should be back. Like, you know, Rogue should look the same. Gambit should look the same. Like, those characters should be back. But, like, side characters that you want to introduce that weren't maybe weren't featured. Like, you want to get rid of Morph. You can get rid of Morph. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I think this is a good idea. Um, but part of me is, like... Some shows had their run, you know. Like this was twenty years ago. This show had its run. I didn't feel like it got like what seventy something episodes, seventy six episodes. 
Yeah, it's a lot of episodes. Over five seasons. I mean, it was that's a great run. It was thirty minute episodes. So I, I you know, I, I don't look at that and say, man, like that show got a, that show got a raw deal. Like Young Justice got a raw deal, getting only two seasons. Right. You know, twenty something episodes each. Um, Wolverine X Men getting one season got a raw deal. This show didn't get a raw deal. It'll be it's great for nostalgia. It's great because it's better than the shows we have now. But um, I don't know. But it also makes you wonder if this is like something that they could use to then prop up an X Men movie. But right, you know, food for thought, food for thought. Speaking of X Men movies, uh, now time to transition to our uh, X Men Dark Phoenix review. Um, before we kind of break down the movie, there, you know, the, it debuted uh, obviously the, in the box office. I believe it only made fourteen million, thirteen million. It was like uh, it's a disaster. Uh, I heard they're gonna, they're projected to lose over a hundred million Fox <laughs> over this movie. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing too. Which is projected to lose over a hundred million. Project- <laughs> I mean, that's that is bad. Uh, okay, so I'm seeing I'm seeing thirty three million. I was gonna say oh. fourteen million. Uh, yeah, I was like it might have been. I was like I didn't see something quite that low. It might have been like opening day, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds probably more right. <laughs> I was like yo, fourteen million. Uh, yeah, I was like yo, that's like a that's like a. A bad animated movie. Yeah, <laughs> a movie like, wow. movie number. Um, all right, so you got thirty three million opening Netflix. weekend. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even, you don't even have to pay for them. Um, <laughs> they make more. Uh, obviously grotesque uh, box office numbers. Uh, Lauren Schuler Donner, you know, who's been you know the fabled X Men producer on a lot of the original ones. She came out with a very Josh Trank esque tweet. Oh boy! Okay. Um, she's basically saying, "Look, Dark Phoenix, Apocalypse, uh, New Mutants had nothing to do with me. My name is not on any of the movies." Wow! <laughs> yo, she came out and said that, yo. So I mean, a lot of people, a lot of negative emotions being yeah, thrown that's out there. Super negative. You know, I it's very very negative. Obviously, the 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 direct no the the director of the movie Simon Kimberg, but. Obviously, the reviews so far have been um, negative. What is that Rotten Tomatoes? Probably what? I think it's at like high twenty. I think it's at like twenty-two. Oh, low twenties, twenty-two. Um, last we checked, it's not not good at all. But here, at New Generation Media, we formulate our own opinions. We saw the movie, despite what we had heard about it, and. Um, Shamar, what did you think? Or just early, you know, overall thoughts? Was it as bad as was it the Boogeyman? <laughs> was it, was the, it the Boogie? Was it the plague of comic books <laughs> on a scale of on a scale of Endgame to Fantastic Four? Was it was it Fantastic Four? I think it was about Thor: The Dark World. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I didn't think this movie was that bad. Right. I did not think this movie was that bad. I went in expect with low expectations, probably help, but I was expecting apocalypse or worse, at the very least, <laughs> and I don't think I got that. The acting performances were very good. I thought the story, uh, everything outside of Jessica Chastain specifically, <laughs> was shout out to Jessica. Chastain. Shout out to Jessica Chastain. It, it, I, I wouldn't blame her. For that, Jessica Chastain ruined the movie. <laughs> no, that's not what we're but no, but I thought it was good. I thought Sophie Turner did a very good job. I thought her Jean Grey slash Phoenix was much better than Famke Jansen's. 
uh, Jean Grey. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I, uh, I, I thought the Cyclops... This is relationship with Jean Grey was much better Solid, than what was yeah. in the Last Stand, um, though that was easy to. That's an easy. That's an easy hurdle. <laughs> I mean, to if leap. he's in the movie, it's gonna be better. So. <laughs> he's in the movie for more than ten minutes. Yeah, like, that's an easy hurdle to, to jump. But but it, I thought that it was solid. You know, I thought Professor X's story was good. They did a good job, kind of keeping that out of the trailers, because I was not expecting that swerve. Honestly, I really wasn't. Yeah. So they got me. I was like, "Oh, wow, Professor's like not a good guy." Yeah, let's let's talk about that real quick because that was kind of, you know, like you said, maybe may have been the biggest. It's not a twist necessarily, but like in terms of from the promotion of the movie, yeah. which was after seeing the movie was awful, man. I mean, the way they promoted this movie, they they ruined they, the movie. I'm not surprised nobody saw this movie. I'm not surprised yeah. the box office was terrible. Are they gonna lose money? They don't. They didn't deserve it because the people at Fox, that you know, the promotional directors of this movie, did a terrible job. Simon Kimber did his job. He's like, I delivered you guys a, a C plus movie, a C minus movie, whatever it was. <laughs> but you guys could have sold this like Sony sold Venom, like right. Suicide Squad was sold by Warner Brothers. DC, they, I mean, uh, Fox, they mailed it in. Um, but one of the bigger twists in this movie is the fact that. You know, Professor X is kind of, um, he's not a villain, but he's hes not the untouchable character, the, right. the, the, the always do good. Yeah, the moral, the, yeah, the, the moral compass. The moral compass character that we've seen him to be in every other X-Men movie, besides maybe Days of Future Past early on. Um, in this movie, uh, we see him kind of being challenged by Mystique. Who I thought Mystique was much better in this movie than oh, I've yeah. seen her in a while. Yeah, she was great in this you movie. Know, Jeff, Jennifer Lawrence. Similar, she to how, she, similar to how she was great in Days of Future Past. Yeah, honestly, it was like a flashback to Days of Future Past. I think she, I think she was energized by the fact that she knew she was gone. <laughs> you know, which is sad, but I think she knew like this is going to be a big moment. Like I can't mail it in. You know, I, I can't <laughs> because that would be that would be pathetic. Um, as, you know, as an actress, I think she 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 took it upon herself to step up to the plate, I thought she did, but, you know, we see Mystique challenging Professor X on, uh, essentially, um, you know, not, you know, putting the X-Men at risk, you know, early in the movie with the whole Phoenix Force thing, you know, he puts them at risk, uh, out in space, um, she challenges them on, like, look, these are kids, and you're putting them out there to do this stuff, and, you know, we're the ones taking the risks, they're the ones risking their lives, and you're here, you know, getting medals and talking to the president in your wheelchair, not doing anything, uh, that puts you in risk, puts you at risk. Like what, like this isn't cool. Like maybe you should take a step back, uh, and value our people maybe over them necessarily talking about the humans. And, you know, then they went to a back and forth, um, kind of a, you know, the cheesy line about, you know, you know, the women do more, and I thought, I mean, I thought, it was, I thought it was a good, I thought it was an interesting line, but you know, it's not be, it's not been a, you know, let's just say it, it has not been uh, well received by <laughs> reviewers. You know, people thought it was a little forced, but um, regardless, um, that's the whole storyline, though. Um, it's something that you know, it's 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 been it's been you know approached in the comics. It's been approached in X Men stories that like Professor X isn't the perfect person. He's not the perfect leader. He makes mistakes. He may be a little selfish. 
Um, so I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, I thought that was super interesting. Um, so I was, I mean, even from the beginning, from the beginning of the movie, when he was, he's accepting that the speech and he was talking to Mystique about how it's important that we make these sacrifices. And I'm like, Ooh, Charles, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like from the beginning, I'm like, Oh, I don't know about that. You know? And it's like, Oh, that's a really morally gray, you know, type of stance to take. And that's not, that's not you. Uh, that's very unusual for professor X. Yeah. For me, I always see professor X as the, you know, the, the nineties X Men Professor X. Right. Patrick <laughs> Stewart. Yeah, Patrick Stewart Your Professor favorite X. Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the world's uh principal. <laughs> yeah. In the, the wheelchair. Exactly. You know, so it's like that's I'm used to that Professor X. But yeah, this was oof. This was definitely something very different. I mean, and you got your usual great performances from from McAvoy and Fastbender. I thought Fastbender was great in this. Fastbender movie. though was pretty good also, yeah. You know, like so, I thought that was cool. Um, I thought I thought how they showcased the X Men's powers were good. I, I mean, I thought it was good, much better than in Apocalypse. So I so I was uh, I was very satisfied on on those fronts, and I thought Sophie Turner was fantastic throughout. Yeah, in terms of things that I thought were positive, um, I agree. I thought T- Turner was good. I don't think she was spectacular, but I you know I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily love like the Dark Phoenix story in general. Right. So like I'm, I'm really gonna love, but so much what they do. But for what she was given, I agree she was a markedly better than Famke Jensen was. So right. In that sense, like, I think she probably did a great job. Um, I I thought it was interesting. She talked about uh, how like she was essentially an emotional wreck trying to do that whole mystique scene, mm. and that she had to really like that that that. The process of doing that movie sounded like I mean, that's why it's so lame that this movie like did so bad in the box office. Cause I don't think it was a terrible movie, and you hear like, you know, she was like, like Kimberg had essentially needed her to do like emotional scene after emotional scene, like that, and that like she had never really been tested as an actress like that, and like she usually like in the background, you know, whatever, you know. I know you see her in Game of Thrones, like she's right. not like the she's not this type of character, right? So like he said, she said it was fun, but like at the same time, like it was it, was, it wasn't easy. Said she it messed her up, um, so I thought that was pretty crazy. But um, yeah, I thought she was decent. Um, in terms of the, uh, I thought uh, the 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 layers that we added to Charles Xavier, I thought were excellent as well. Um, I thought the X Men that we got from that were introduced in Apocalypse. Some people are arguing Storm was an extra. I mean, she probably was, but like. I think I liked her way better in this movie than we did in the la- than I did in the last one. Oh, absolutely. Um, but she's just just mind control. Yeah, she's just a mind control villain. By, by you know, yeah, a horseman. Movie. That was really lame. Like this is this is at least she's an <laughs> this is cool. Like, you get to see her powers. I would have liked to see would have liked to see more of her powers. I get the sense that Kimberg did this movie assuming that like everyone that's that's seen this movie like saw. Like every other movie, basically, saw the original. Like, we don't need to go through Cyclops' powers. Right. We don't need to go through Storm's powers. We don't need to, you know, do a whole nother Quicksilver scene. Like, you know what they can do. You know what they. I one. Well, I'll get to things I didn't like. But one thing I thought was stupid was like when at like near the end where they're like all kidnapped or whatever, or like you know they're all locked up, uh, and they're fighting or whatever, and Magneto's like. Nightcrawler, go help Storm. I was like, how does Magneto know that the Storm's code name is Storm? 
Like, <laughs> how did he even know that? <laughs> but, you know, she was with Apocalypse, <laughs> and, like, he's never a part of the X-Men, so I don't know, that, that was kind of lame. But, the, but beyond that, like, um, I thought, uh, I thought Ty Sheridan was good, um, I, I mean, I liked the story. You know, I thought I think the story was was solid in terms of like they explained the Phoenix Force way better in this one than they didn't. I mean, they didn't in the last. They did. They didn't explain it. Yeah, they did explain it. She just went crazy. You know, she. (laughs) Yeah, you're just supposed to believe that she's like, you know, that she's like some demon essentially. Like this one, at least they explained that. Like, yeah, like she wasn't always like this. Like the 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 Force went into her. Why is it attracted to her? They didn't really explain, but it was. Yeah. And went into her and like it's been messing with her. Um. But, like, that's what it is. Right. And this is what happened. It's not, this isn't random. Um, so I thought that was cool. Uh, I think the, her blow-ups made way more sense in this one than they did in, like, she was way less, she's way more in control in this movie. Right. Like, like, she wasn't in control of the Phoenix stuff, but, like, she, she just wasn't, like. She wasn't, like, a psychotic a demon. Yeah, a zombie. Like, <laughs> like she was just, like. You didn't know what you were gonna get in the last one. This one, like, yeah, like she was, she her just emotions were turned to like a, a thousand right. in this one. So like, yeah, like the stuff with her father was pretty crazy, um, and that made sense. Uh, I do we feel like they were? I I think they may have been a little harsh on on what should we call it, Professor X, and the way he handled Gene. I he could handle it better. But, I mean, I, I, I think, we, I, I don't think, I think, and I guess at the end we kind of get that whole, like, her realization that, like, oh, yeah, he's, he's not, he didn't, he's not a terrible person. Right. You know, he's not the chief from Doom Patrol. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, exactly. But. Yeah, I think that's why we get that scene. Yeah. Because, like, I'm, cause throughout the movie I'm kind of like, he kind of, he did what he had to do. Like, he kind of, like, I mean, what, what was, what do you want him to do? I mean, was he supposed to just leave her? You know, like, he did what he had to do. I mean, I think if, if there was a middle ground, like, he probably should have, like, you know, when she turned 18, probably should have told her, yeah, this is what actually happened. You know? Right. Set it straight from the beginning. But, and then that would have avoided a lot of things. He didn't do that. But, like, beyond that, like, I, I mean, I think he handled it fairly well. Best of his abilities. But, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe, maybe not 18. Maybe when she reached adolescence or something. 21, yeah. I don't know. I just know that's, you normally, like, the adopted, you know, when you're an adopted kid, you know, that's when, like, you know, the story yeah. gets told type thing. I don't know. At least right. in, in a lot of stories, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I thought overall, though, the, the a lot of stories that were told in this were good. I mean, I, again, I thought Mystique was excellent for, like, the, the 10 minutes she's in the movie. <laughs> uh, I thought, no, I thought Mystique was good. Um, a lot of good things about this movie. A lot of good X Men moments, but what were some of the things, Shamari, that you felt kind of left a lot to be desired? Why are the people, mm-hmm. or where do you agree with the people that say this is a terrible movie? Um, so I mean, I think just the uh, role, Jessica Chastain, right? Um, her involvement in the movie and her character is kind of ridiculous. She's just hunting down Gene and just the Dabari Empire, huh? The Dabari Empire. Yeah, the Dabari Empire. It's like a fake. It's like a mix between like the Shi'ar Empire and the Scrolls. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so like they're so just sucking the sucking the life out of, out of G, sucking the Phoenix Force out of Jean Grey. Why? She, well, how does she know how to do that? Like how why she, know, she? 
Uh huh. She know how to do that. You know who are these people? Why that's not killing you know? her? She can just like go into the Phoenix Force. I mean, I know she's an alien, but like that thing wiped out. That whole thing wiped out their their race, their planet. And they could just absorb it? But then she could just absorb it? Why didn't any of them absorb it? Yeah. When they saw it. Yeah, I don't know. Like <laughs> a lot of this stuff is just and and what was that what was the deal with that solar flare? I mean I was that so was that like a thing that was supposed to to like find the Phoenix Force? The solar flare was the Phoenix Force. But right? she had the Phoenix Force before. What do you mean? When remember when she was like she like flipped the car and all that all that other stuff? So she had the power she couldn't control. And in the last in an apocalypse. She had the Phoenix Force. That I think. I mean, that's just that's a that's a plot hole that we can't. Really I mean, I don't think. I mean, I think she she may have said that was the Phoenix Force, but I don't think it is. I think that was. So she see, said that was the Force. They didn't call it the Phoenix Force, which again, whole another plot hole. Why the movie's called Dark Phoenix makes no sense. It makes sense from an expert perspective, but in the movie, there is nothing yeah. reference here. Only besides the one trailer line where Scott Cyclops is like they're calling you the Phoenix. It's the only time Phoenix is even uttered in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, mean, I mean, I think, like, the fact that we're even having this conversation is just evidence negative. that they did not explain that well at all. Yeah. My interpretation was that, like, she had, like, a power. She had, like, that wasn't unlocked. And then that the Force was, like, that, that thing in the air was the Phoenix Force. And that it went inside of her. Um... What she was doing in Apocalypse, I have no clue. I don't know what that was. I don't know what... I, I, I think... I mean, I think the the car flipping thing, I mean, she's a mutant. So I guess it's not possible that, like, she just lost control of her powers. Um, I think they knew that she was a very powerful mutant. But um, I think the the Phoenix Force... I think that was the... I think that was supposed to be the Phoenix Force, though. That, like, blob thing, you know. Mm. Saw some people comparing it to, like... Uh, like Galactus and like the thing. Fantastic from, Four. Yeah, or like the thing from whatchamacallit, Green Lantern. Like I, right. I, I heard those comparisons being thrown out there. I don't think it was that bad. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's what the Phoenix Force kind of is. You know, like it, 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 it like, I mean, yeah, what do you want it to be? I mean, you want it to be a, a human or like a yeah. humanoid you character. Want to be a bird? Yeah, you want it to be an actual like beta, better a Bill. Like, you want to be an actual <laughs> bird walking around. So yeah, I mean, so there's that. Um, you know, there's those, there's those, you know, D-list mutants that Fastbender was walking around with. Oh, that was know. yeah. I told you about that. Like, yeah, you tell me about them. It's like, that, all right, you know, we got dreadlocks running around. That was so lame. Man. Choking people with his dreadlocks. I'm like, come on. And look, you know? I have you know the 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 major the only major issue I have. I mean, there's maybe a couple, but like the biggest major issue I have is the whole alien stuff. I thought that was pretty lame. But yeah. in terms of minor issues, like. That and that really irked me because I'm like, this is now, but it's a classic X Men thing. It's not like something like, like, yeah, Kimberg invented the whole I'm gonna use random mutants to be part of the Brotherhood. They've been doing this since like X2, but yep, you know, X1, we had Toad and Sabretooth and you know, probably a bunch of other random mutants that I can't remember, right? But at least we had Toad and Sabretooth who were the primary, and we had Mystique who were like the primary members of the Brotherhood, and that was pretty cool. Since then, feels like every X Men mutant, every X Men movie with Magneto, the his crew of Brotherhood mutants are just miscellaneous random mutants, and they on Genosha, a great opportunity. Genosha was cool in this movie, 
but this is a great opportunity for them to introduce new X-Men mutants that hadn't been spoiled. This is their last movie. So, like, whoever they introduce isn't going to be used again. So it's not like you have to, like, set anything up. It's not like you have to be like, oh, man, I wanted to use, you know, Avalanche in a future movie, or I wanted to use, you know, Pyro in a future movie. Like, you could have threw anybody in this thing, and nobody would have cared. But instead, they decided to use, like you said, you could throw Mega, Mega Red in there. But instead, they wanted to use Dreadlocks, dude. Yep. Who they claimed was like, or I've heard like people say, oh, that was supposed to be like a version of Red Lotus. I'm like, who's Red Lotus? <laughs> and like, like that doesn't, you gotta be a super X Men fan to be like, oh, that guy looks kind of like Red Lotus. He's like a mixed team Red Lotus and this guy. I'm like, <laughs> like the X Men, super X Men sweat. Like, oh, uh, come on, man. It was a huge missed opportunity. Not only that, but then I think even on the X Men side, right? They keep doing this thing where it's like, we're only gonna limit it the X-Men to the people... Like, six people. To six people. Five or six people. And, like, the X-Men... Like, even... Whatchamacallit... There's a movie called First Class. There's a reference to First Class. A cool little Easter egg by Whatchamacallit... By Beast, Tank McCoy. But... How many classes have there been since then? Like, the X-Men, I thought we were supposed to be, like, an evolving group. And, like... From 1980-whatever... To 1992... From Apocalypse to Dark Phoenix... You mean tell me there have been no new graduating X-Men? No new students that are, like, part of the X-Men now? Yep. No students that are, like, even, like, trained enough to have, like, gone on the mission the same way they did in the last movie? Yep. Where Cyclops and them were, like, getting to that age where it was like, yeah, we can probably, like, go on missions if you need us. Nobody. They were just yeah. like, yeah, we're just gonna roll with, like, the five people we have. I thought that was pretty lame. It's like, you could have introduced, again, you could have introduced anybody. You could have did Shadowcat, like, ten years earlier. Nobody would have blinked because you did Nightcrawler. You did the same thing. You could have did Iceman. You could have did um, Gambit. Like, I, I don't know who you would have done, but, like, right. you could have found three extra mutants to throw in there, and it would have been like, oh, this is pretty cool. Yep. Instead, um, they just wanted a bunch of random kids running around. Oh, yeah, you know, did Gene really kill them? And it's like, you guys, like, who, who are you guys? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's and then there's also you know just the fact that we, it's kind of the same old story that we know, of you know, Gene's a ticking time bomb, right? You know, when is Gene gonna go off? You know, she likes we're using the dark power and and they gotta stop her and she's gonna lose control. She's gonna kill somebody. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like you know you gotta got they tried to get, make this Gene more more. Uh, human, which I again I think they did a good job with that. Um, but it's the same story, you know. I gotta knock the movie because it's the same. It's story. the same thing as last ten. It's the same Just story. Better. She's losing control. There's nothing we could do. She I has to go whose fly. Whose idea off. was it to say we're gonna do last stand again and do it better? Who thought like that was gonna be like cool? Yeah, like people wanted to see that. Yeah, I don't that know. was their first mistake. I don't, mistake. Know, why, I don't know. I don't know who pitched it. Who's gonna remake I don't know a bad who, movie? I don't know who pitched it, and I don't know who greenlit it. But they need. They both <laughs> need of to be all replaced. the X Men movies that we've had, or all the X Men stories that that are out there in the comics. They decided we're gonna we're gonna redo Dark Phoenix and do it right. Like, I mean, I'm glad in the sense that like, look, now we can go back. Maybe the the the, the general people will be like, this was another failure. But like, as a fan of the X Men, I can go back and say like, look, they did a Dark Phoenix movie and it wasn't terrible. Like, it wasn't like trash. Like they they did it to the best of their abilities. Right. And maybe that's important to Fox, maybe it's important to Kimberg, but man, never got Mr. Sinister. Nope. 
you know, never. Nah, oh, man. I mean, look, Marvel's taking over, ne- taking the reins. Sure, we'll get Mister Sinister at some point. So I would hopefully, hope. at some point. Uh, Kenna, what's what's your final rating on uh, X Men Dark Phoenix? Oh, uh, man, my final rating. Yeah. Uh, I think um, I was interesting because like this movie. The, the the first like forty minutes or so are like I thought were solid, you know I, I think um, once 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 Jessica Chastain really like comes in and like the dude that kind of looks like Lucius Fox from Gotham <laughs> comes in they start to try and impose their will, it that's when it starts to get kind of murky. Um, apparently the reshoots that were reported happened like right after. Uh, she like doesn't kill Professor X. Like every apparently everything after that is just like all rebooted. Mm-hmm. No, not rebooted. Uh, reshot. And uh, what's it called? Kimber was talking about how like yeah like they the plan was like that like she was gonna fight Jessica Chastain in space. That that whole scene was gonna happen in space. But then like that that was gonna look too much like what's it called? And that they that Kimber also said it was gonna be like civil war in the sense that like. He wanted like the 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 fight that happened in New York to happen similar to the airport scene, but that then it would delve into like lesser characters or a less amount of characters similar to how we had Winter Soldier, Iron Man, and Captain America, and Civil War, and he liked that aspect of Civil War and he went to use that in this movie. Um, but then when they did that, they realized it was too similar to Captain Marvel, and so they then they scrapped it and then brought in like Cyclops and the rest of them. Right. Did the whole family theme thing, um, which I thought was alright. But if we're talking ratings, um, I'll go seven. You know, I think. Okay. I mean, it is what it is. End of end of the era. You know, yeah, you could go six and a half, and I was just crazy. I, I think anything above like a seven and a half is probably a stretch. But um, I would say seven. I don't give this a. Um... I'm gonna give this a seven and a half. I thought it was solid. I don't think this was a bad movie. You know, I don't think this wasn't something where it's like don't go wasting your time, wasting no, your it money. Wasn't waste money. You know, I think if you like the X Men, <laughs> I think I think you'll like this movie. Like straight up. You know, I don't agree with the critics that are giving this a zero. You know, <laughs> Somebody gave it a zero. Well, I don't know if people give it a zero. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> they must have a beef with Fox or something. Zero I'm out sure of someone out there gave it a zero. Like man, you must hate James McAvoy. <laughs> he did a decent job. There's nothing. There's no quali- positive qualities in this movie. <laughs> like, yo, Ty Sheridan wasn't telling fart jokes. Like, it was terrible. Um, but no, nah, like I don't. But I don't agree with the critics giving like that are like yeah. giving this movie a bad a bad score. I don't think it's a bad movie like, at all. Like for me, like it, it's like a it's like a bad MCU movie. Like if it were MCU, I'd be like, this is a bottom tier MCU movie. But right. it's not like man, this don't belong in the MCU at all. Right. type of movie like it's like the incredible hulk <laughs> the incredible yeah. hulk isn't isn't a great movie but i i didn't watch it and was like this is like awful it had a good moment it had a, a cohesive story right um it belongs in the lore and the history like last stand you can like burn light it on fire i don't yeah, care la- to like, talk about it like i think this is way better than last stand it's way better than you know fantastic four all the fantastic four movies honestly i'd say it's Solidly better than Wolverine, 
X Men Origins. Oh yeah, this is way better than X Men yeah. Origins Wolverine. That was. Like, I think horrible. that one's a little underrated. X Men Origins. It, it's it's yeah. it, it has it has like major 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 problems. I think everything. Like I think stuff. everything last act is just complete. Yeah, the like, last act is one of the worst. Just throw it away it's completely. Fantastic Four level bad. Only because of Hugh Jackman. That and I thought Ryan Reynolds was was good. Like there were some there are some like positives to take out of X Men. Yeah, I mean I got so, I got watch that. Again. But yeah, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's definitely solidly better than that one. Uh, I think it's it's I would say better than Apocalypse. Yeah, I, th- I think this isn't is like a trash movie, but but Apocalypse has so many flaws and but yeah, just Apocalypse, Apocalypse as a character so as so a character it was lame as a Apocalypse as a character, but just and not he's the title of the movie. He's the title of the movie as a character. I'm like, I don't like watching this guy walk around like talk Dark about Phoenix how he's was God, the title of this movie, and you know? I, I didn't hate Dark Phoenix. I didn't hate Phoenix. Yeah, I didn't. So like you know, I thought this was a solid movie. The plot there so, were there were some things with the timeline that I don't know if they Well yeah, I mean if you pay attention, I gave up on the timeline. So that's probably why I was able to yeah, tolerate so, this. So I'm like, the what? timeline don't make no sense. You gotta just take it for what it is. Um but I you know, taking it for what it is, I thought this was a decent move. Yeah, I mean I, I guess that's gonna do it for this week's episode of uh New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. Um if you like our content uh, you know, check us out uh, on iTunes and SoundCloud uh, and Stitcher and whatever other platforms we're on. Any podcast platform, I'm sure we're on there. Uh, at New Generation Podcast Network. Uh, you can follow us uh, or subscribe to us on YouTube at New Generation Media. Um, and, you know, you can follow us on, you know, any type of social media platforms. Whatever you do, social media, and you are, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but that'll do it for us uh, for Shamari uh, and EJ you know, I'm Kendall see you guys later guys